I don't want to be one of those ha 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 Shrek donkey. Welcome back, Sweet Peas, for another episode of The Sweet Peaceful. Episode 46, I'm your host, Alex Curtis. Today I'm joined by a beautiful baby boy, Kelton Burns. Hey guys. Oh my god. What's That's up? not what a beautiful baby boy sounds like. Hey guys. Man. Hey. I'm worried now. <laughs> I'm worried. Hopefully, hopefully I can I can be calmed and comforted by the soothing sounds of the refreshing Devin Luna. How's it going, everybody? Wow. How's it going? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I hope that soothes your soul. Wow. I just didn't know what to say. I felt like I was being hyped up and set up for failure, dude. I felt like I was in the fucking. I felt like I was in the South all of a sudden. Or like I was back in Wyoming. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. All right. Well, we got a pretty good show going on today for all of you. But first, there's some things releasing this week. Stuff that we've talked about in the past, probably in previous episodes. If you are a past listener, you might recognize some of these things. But this week, April 28th. Right now, we've got Genshin Impact's PS5 edition. Devin, I know, I know that this is your favorite game of all time and that you have been playing the shit out of it. I Devin have been playing the shit out just, of it. You're just die Devin's hard. Devin's top 10 video game <laughs> list is just this game 10 times. Honestly, you look at my yeah. graphics card and it'll tell you like the uh, hours played on most games right now. And it is Genshin Impact. No fucking lie. And, pull up uh, Devin's yeah. graphics card, everyone. Yeah, pull up my graphics pull card. Pull up his graphics You'll card. You'll see. You'll see. I mean, it's not in Steam, so you can't look at Steam hours, but fucking, no, nah, I don't know. This game, I gave it shit back in the day because it was in its beginning stage. It had not a lot of content, so it just felt like you had to pay money to experience things. But now, I took a big break. I took like a year and a half long break from this game. Yeah, fucking flashback to like episode six, sweet piece. Yeah. This game did not come, what? This it's game not a year old. And a half. It's like a year old. Okay. I don't think it's a year even. <laughs> yeah, it is. It definitely it's is. It's like six months, right? Six months. This game is not Eight six months. months old. This game is at least a Came year old. September. But they... September. September of. September 28, 2020, dude. That's six months ago. Yeah. Seven Fuck months you, ago. Devin. Dude. Well, all I know is I played it hard for a week when it came out. Took a break until right about now. <laughs> and they added more content. So it's more refreshing. You think I got Way a good grasp content. of time? Fuck no. You it's think like episode I... 26. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. It's good. Well, are you are you excited, Devin? Are you going to get the PS5? No. I'm... Are you going to get the PS5? Are you going to get the PS5 just to get the, just to get the PS5? Yeah, edition? probably. Okay. All right. Nice. Well, that makes me happy and proud because I'm always excited to know that my friends are committed to the games that they love. Next up, we've got Pokemon Snap, the new Pokemon Snap coming out for Switch on April 30th. I think I'm going to pick this up, but I'm I'm not surprised to hear you. I'm trying to decide between this and Returnal, honestly, because I'm about to go to GameStop today because they have a special trade-in deal, and I'm going to pre-order one of these games, Returnal or Pokemon Snap. I mean, in my eyes, that's a simple fucking choice, but I guess we'll get more into Returnal 
in a little bit. Let's get into Returnal yeah. right now. Yeah, let's fuck it. Yeah, okay, we're okay. gonna do Returnal right let's now. Let's do it. Um, yeah, because Returnal's coming on April 30th as well. Same day uh, for the PS5, though, not for the Switch. So we talked about Returnal um, for a bit, but then they just released, like, gameplay and more explanation of what this game is. And I'm honestly, like, I've had my perspective on this game flipped now because I, I heard one reviewer describe it as the first game that he's played that actually feels like a PS5 title. Like, it deserves to be a called the ps5 title and then i saw it compared to hades on that it's like a loop where you're continuously like kind of like risk of rain where you're continuously trying to get like through each time and you can have some things that'll carry through but for the most part you start out bare bones and each time you're trying to get as far as you can um yep yep and those games uh, i've only really experienced with hades and risk of rain but i've liked both of them so like now i'm like honestly debating getting this game but then pokemon snap also looks really nice yeah, um, I don't know. I think Returnal looks uh, Returnal looks pretty cool, man. It definitely. I like the. Uh, I mean, I think we we made this comparison the first time that we talked about this game, but the comparison to Risk of Rain two, I think, is really. We really hit the nail on the head with the Risk of Rain comparison. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I was just gonna say, like, especially with this new video and like this new kind of trailer and information that we're getting about the game and more gameplay that we're getting about the game it's like the whole like oh yeah like nothing carries over from one run to another one and like you're just going around looking for power-ups and like you know like whatever and then like maybe you'll stumble upon a different type of like a weapon type you know that you can pick up and like stuff like this and it's just like man this is like really risk of rain feeling and then it's like oh yeah like you when you uh progress through a level you defeat the boss of that biome that was like the term that they used i was like this is fucking risk of rain god <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like... interesting that your next run then or your next run through that biome that boss will already be defeated right right and the you have like the key to the portal or whatever mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was saying certain yeah. things, like certain in-game items, like you, you get a lightsaber, a melee weapon, certain things, and those stay right. with you. Those stay, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, the lightsaber weapon, they didn't like really show it off at all, but it looked really cool when they, they give like one little brief scene of it, I think. But yeah, Returnal looks pretty sweet. Um, I don't know, I like, I definitely enjoyed the shit out of Risk of Rain too, but uh. I just feel like I could see myself getting tired of this game, like, quickly. Like, I don't know, like, Kelton, you and me went really fucking hard on Risk of Rain 2, so maybe that was, maybe, like, maybe that's it. Like, maybe I just, like, if we're gonna, if I'm gonna play this type of game, maybe I just, like, need to not sit down and have, like, a four-hour session or whatever the fuck we had, like, with Risk of Rain. I think you guys played for, like, a full 24 hours at one point, because I was like, I gotta go to work, and then I look, and you guys I mean, I absolutely, on. like love that game like if if i only play a game like risk of rain 2 or uh, valheim and i'm and i and i clock like a 80 hours in one week and that's all and then i'm done with that game i feel like i'm satisfied with that gaming experience it's like dang i had a really fucking good time playing that game that's fair for that like that's fair. burn through session even if i'm not i'm kind of burned out or done with it now but yeah, yeah I, that's I think that's risk rain really benefits from having up to like four players or whatever so you can play with like all your friends and mm-hmm. if I hadn't played Hades, I would be worried about playing a game like this alone, where it's like repetitive and repetitive, repetitive. But Hades really benefits from the storytelling aspect, where every time you go make a run through, it, you're progressing the story. So like every time you get reset back, you're learning more about the story, or um, like bosses might start saying different things to you because like, oh, you again, or their like strategies or whatever change. Sometimes bosses will be swapped for other bosses, like. Mm-hmm. I think Hades really benefits from like 
every time you die, it might feel like a sting, like, oh, man, I can't believe I died. Like, I was so far. But then it's, like, also a good thing because now you get a whole new chunk of story content when you return back to the start. Um, people are going to say different things to you. You have currencies to spend that'll make your next run a little bit easier. So, like, sometimes I, right. sometimes I would be playing a run without the goal of getting to the end because i'd be like oh i'm just going to try to get as many kills with this move this time as i can so that it level levels it up and gets me a new move for my next run and that run i'll go really hard um Mm -hmm. and try to get Mm -hmm. to the end stuff like that so i feel like hades really carries off that returnal they didn't talk very much about the story but if returnal has a way of um like kind of having the story also carry you through these multiple runs over and over and over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that breaks through the repetitiveness of like, oh, okay, fuck, nice. I gotta go again. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I I definitely could see that. And uh, this, honestly, like, this game looks like it, from what I've seen so far, it looks like it's, like, leaning in that direction. Um, especially, like, there's, like, that whole kind of mysterious, whatever, like, the first objective is, you know? It's like, oh, like go to like the the white cloud like whatever i can't remember what it said but it's like some like weird mysterious thing like and you're trying to like find out what's going on right because like um it doesn't give you a lot of information or whatever at the start so you're, you're you're trying to like figure out what's happening or something so it's like i feel like it would it sounds like it's a a story and an experience that would carry you through with all of that to take you through the loops and help you not get bored wait Devin, you said the decision was easy which one are you deciding uh, well, I mean, it would be Returnal in my book, just because Pokemon Snap. I mean, I like Pokemon, but you're taking pictures of Pokemon. You want to take pictures? Of Pokemon? <laughs> I don't know. If I, I don't know. If I want like over here, yeah, we're I'm dissecting. You, we're dissecting the gameplay. We're dissecting the story and stuff like that. There's depth to it. There's all these different what ifs and blah blah blah. Pokemon. It's like <laughs> I know what's gonna be happening in there. You're gonna go around. You're going to take pictures dude, of Pokemon. <laughs> sometimes, Whatever, dude. You don't know how to get a good-ass angle on a Pikachu. Sometimes you got to, like, fucking... There's Pokemon secretly hiding behind the waterfalls and shit. Yeah, Is that not it sounds like a jingles? fucking... Fuck no, it here. sounds like goddamn Where's Waldo turned into a <laughs> electric <laughs> Dude, I'm surprised we haven't had, like, a Where's Waldo video game. True. Like, imagine, like... Wow. I, I don't know how they... Executed. Imagine you're like GTA style city, and you're just trying to find this guy. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta mob through the whole city. <laughs> just crowds of people everywhere. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Last thing that's coming out this week, we got Tom Clancy's Without Remorse to Amazon Prime this, on April 30th. This is that movie with Michael B. Jordan where he gets in the burning car and he's oh, like, "Okay, tell me where she is or whatever." Nice. Yeah, nice. I remember that. Good, good old shit. like macho man John Wick <clears throat> style, you know that type <laughs> yeah. of movie. Yeah, I don't care about my Absolutely. life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't care about my <laughs> so, life. I hope yeah, you I better fucking care about yours. I know you do, and then they scare him. So. I got no regard for my safety. <laughs> <laughs> no regard for my well being. I'm just a machine. Uh. Dude, speaking of no regard for your well-being, before we dive into the fucking video games that we got to talk about today, there is a turtle who had no regard for its own well-being. <laughs> There's this news story, and I just want to read the title of this news story. It just says, Turtle Crashes Through Windshield on Florida Highway. Survives. 
This is just all it says, and apparently a fucking turtle crashed through the windshield of a car on a Florida highway and sadly struck a 71-year-old woman in the head. But both the woman and the reptile are expected to be okay. Damn. Holy fuck, dude. Dude, the driver of the vehicle said she didn't see the turtle until it was in the air and falling towards our windshield. How did, how did the turtle get in the air? I don't know. They released the turtle into the nearby forest. Just fucking air. Imagine you're just turtle. driving on the highway and then you see a turtle and you're like, oh, what? And then it just smashes through your windshield into your eye. I don't, I don't, I don't know, uh, dude. I don't know about like, that. Like, did somebody throw a turtle? Like, what happened? Police What's said, going on in Florida? Police said the animal may have been thrown into the air by a nearby vehicle. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Thrown Someone kind of hit it, and then it bounced, vehicle? and then... Because, I mean, those shells are pretty fucking... They're hard. You just see a turtle just up in the air, and you're like, oh, no. It's just spinning. <laughs> I was like, it's like Mario Kart in real life. And given that the woman was 71, <laughs> I can only imagine her, like, facial reaction. You're like, oh, my. No, that's why when he said <laughs> yeah. 71, I was like, oh, she did. She did. All it takes is, like, you fucking Yeah, I'm blow. surprised that turtle shell didn't just explode her skull. You touch a 71-year-old yeah. and they turn to dust, so. <laughs> oh, Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. All right. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not surprised right, from the guy who thinks all fucking old dogs are blind and fucking deaf. Yeah, dude. Once you hit fucking 60 years old, your life is forfeit and a waste at that point. But, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. All right, we need to get the fucking out. We need to get the fuck out. We're moving on. Video game section coming in. Knights of the Old Republic is being remastered. So the studio that's remastering this is usually just does re-releases. Like, they don't change much. But in this case, they are going to remaster Knights of the Old Republic. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm not too excited because nice. I did just do a full playthrough of this game. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, the whole That's time fair. I was looking at the shitty graphics and like relishing in that, I was like, damn, this is taking me way back. This is really taking me back. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, I think a good, a good thing to do for the remasters, like uh, we've talked about before, is the whole uh, option to switch back and forth between old graphics oh, yeah. and the new graphics. I was just thinking about that. When I was playing through like <laughs> yep. fucking Spyro remastered yeah. trilogy, I just kept wishing, man, I wish I could just see those polygons again. The first time I saw that and it blew me away was, I don't know if you guys know about The Curse of Monkey Island. It's like a series of adventure games that released on the computer. Yeah, yeah. Through like the early 90s, or not early 90s, late 90s and shit. But I don't know, that game, I didn't even know it. I thought it was already old. And then I like it had an option to change it to like some eight bit fucking green shaded like weird <laughs> shit. And it was I don't know, it was really dope though. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Alright. Some recent news. Apparently PlayStation has decided to reverse its decision on the PS3 and PS Vita online stores being closed. And they're just gonna keep them online now, which I think is definitely a good choice. I mean, fuck. Like, yeah, we had our whole spiel about before, that. But why would? They, yeah, exactly. Why would they even take it down? Yeah, they said they miscalculated. Uh, the fucking. They're like, oh, there's probably yeah. like one person with a Vita out there, yeah, and then they, all of a sudden, well, like twenty like, million people probably like, I have one, and if you close this shit, fuck you. They said like, given the numbers, <laughs> they didn't think it would be even a big deal, and then uh, the backlash was so severe, they're like, oh shit. 
<laughs> well, I mean, Vita Slight is one. miscalculation. I can see, but like PS3, I know so many people that still have PS3s and don't want to upgrade to PS4s, PS5s. They're fucking happy with what they got. But they are continuing. PS3 still had plenty of good games. They're continuing with the PSP store shutdown. Oh. Are you fucking kidding oh. me? <laughs> PSP oh, users well. better make some noise. Yeah. Better make some noise, guys. If you like PSPs, <laughs> get out there. Raise noise for the cause. Raise noise. Raise noise, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Raise the noise. Raise the sound levels, dude. <laughs> All right. So we got a... Apparently, PS Plus is maybe going to be offering free movies to stream for its subscribers if you're a PlayStation's Plus member. Yeah, there's been some leaks and then it start and then it went live in Poland. No one knows that it's going to go other places, but um some shit where like, you know how we get free games every month, we might get like a slur of uh movies to stream that month as well. Nice. Okay. Also, that could be pretty cool. Uh, remember how especially if they're good movies. We talked about how Spider-Man got an exclusive like streaming deal with Netflix. Well, yeah. apparently that's for a window, like a, a certain window, because you know how like, movies come on Netflix and go off? Yeah. And then Disney had now has reached a deal with Sony where once it goes off Netflix, they will move to Disney+. Plus. All Sony oh, movies. Oh, man. Oh, no. Dude, that's so annoying. Like, I feel like that's going to start becoming just like the standard. The movies just like, like float around? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like and it's like you're gonna if you're if you're gonna wanna have access to like certain things, it's like you know, like one month you're like, Yeah, oh cool, like this thing's on Netflix, I can watch it and then if you don't get around to watching it, it's like you like go to check it and then just like, Oh, it's on fucking Disney Plus. That's what I'm saying, dude. I feel like a consistent theme of my life is like (laughs) canceling and reactivating memberships depending on what I'm watching. I just have to like, Oh, I ran out of shit on this service, time to go over to this one. Oh, they don't have this over there. It's rich enough to have them all, dude. Have them all. I don't know why there's not just one streaming service that rules them all. You just want a monopoly? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You just want a monopoly? They're the only streaming service, and then they raise their prices by like five. Yeah, they make a hundred dollars a fucking month. Cable. (laughs) Yeah, they're like they're like we offer every single. You need it, we got it. But it's called fucking Dish Network or something. Um. Hell yeah. Um. Oh, what, what's up? Do you have some? Nah. All right. All right. Well. Uh. Yeah. So that was kind of like some gaming related news. Now I actually want to talk about specific game stuff. Um. Specifically, I want to jump into the Diablo Immortal, um, closed alpha overview because we just watched a whole video about that. Um. I don't really care about like phone games and like mobile games. I know that like you know like I don't think either of us or any of us really get like super into any phone games except I know you you play maybe one or two Kelton and like you were into one at one point mm-hmm. hardcore. Um, but uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? What, what like I'm like looking at this. It, I at first thought that it looked like pretty good. I was like, oh, like this actually that's like doesn't look bad, you know, especially for a phone game. I thought it looked all right, but I don't know. Well, uh. I'm with you that it looks good. Like, I think Diablo Immortal will be one of the, like, high-tier, well-made phone games. It seems like they're putting a lot of care into it. Because it is a phone game, I would be absolutely amazed if it wasn't packed with microtransactions. I will expect that. I will expect energy meters and, like, you know, buying crates to have 
re-rolled boxes of loot and like all that kind of shit loot boxes energy meters like all that stuff i bet it was par for a course in diablo immortal i'm sure it'll be like like a money maker for them um i will definitely give it a try when it comes out um usually with games nice. like this i'll play them for like a month and then and then drop them uh because i kind of like hit the paywall or hit where i don't know i burn out uh yeah. diablo immortal yeah. does look really interesting like you said because it looks good mm-hmm. and uh it's in closed alpha right now. They have no set release date. I signed up to be considered for the alpha or the beta whenever it comes to US. Don't know if nice. I'll get it or not or whatever, but it'd be cool to just like get my hands on and try a Diablo game on my phone. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I- I'm more excited for Diablo 2 and Diablo 4, uh, but you yeah. know, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm always fair. open to try. Who knows? Maybe it'll, uh, maybe it'll be good. And I'll play it regularly. Yeah, I mean, I doubt it unless I <clears throat> find a consistent squad. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious, like, because we, we, I mean, it's not every episode, but it's not uncommon for us to bring up a mobile game from time to time, um, and that generally leads us to a discussion of how you know in China mobile games are way bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like curious if any, you know, like if and when and what the game is going to be, you know, that that maybe sparks the, like, wave of, like, mobile popularity in U.S. Or if, like, we already had that with, like, you know, back with Game Boy, and now we're like, yeah, like, no one wants to play it on their phone. Like, everyone wants, like, a, a more intense gaming experience via PC slash consoles now. And so, like, you know, like, I don't know, like, is it, are we in America ever going to be, like, fucking hyped on mobile games and, like, be playing phone game like, phone games a bunch, you know, like? curious i don't know um i mean maybe there'll be a game eventually that'll capture all of us i mean i remember like in high school clash clans was that suddenly everyone was playing it people were in clans together you'd see people playing in the lunchroom and stuff at least at high school i was going to and then it kind of like died away and then there was games like farmville that came or went or whatever oh yeah Candy Crush, mm-hmm. kind of. <laughs> Not really in my circle. There was, I mean, every now and then, there's like draw something. Sometimes there'll be a uh, mobile games that come yeah. and capture the attention. Doodle Jump, Temple away. Run, Angry Bird, or not Angry Bird, oh, Angry Birds, and then Flappy Bird. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. Fucking mobile games have always been just a replacement for when I don't have an actual console or like PC in front of me. Like when you are in high school or something, and obviously you don't have any of that shit so your phone's your next best thing true that reminds me though um that giant the world's largest video game company by revenue um that chinese company tension they bought uh another company called liu technologies and that was one of the main video game developers helping develop amazon's lord of the rings mmo that they've been working on so Tencent right. bought the big studio that was helping, that was working on that game for Amazon, and so that game exited development of Lord of the Rings MMO. So Amazon canceled the whole thing. <laughs> so there will not be a Lord of the Rings MMO coming out. Right. But we do still I, I have like that. I remember we we discussed. We that. still have that Smeagol Gollum whatever thing to look forward to. So <laughs> there's always that. Oh God! Also, yeah, dude, you can play as Gollum. The Lord of the Rings show 
that Amazon's working on has now become the most expensive show ever made. Are you fucking kidding me? Damn. Over wow. $450 million in the first season. Wow. For comparison, Game of Thrones, also one of the most expensive shows ever made, $90 million. Wow. Jeez. Well, let's hope it's going to be fucking really good then. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's hope this money's Dude. not being put to fucking waste. Yeah. I, I, I'm, like, amazed. Like, like $450 million? Like, how many episodes? If, if that's 10 episodes or 12 episodes, that's, like, so much money per episode. I, it's going to be crazy to see that come out, man. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know what to expect. Yep. Who knows? Um. Anyway. I guess staying on the topic of not knowing what to expect. Let's talk about Biomutant. Okay, hell yeah. You mean the sci-fi cat game? That thing has been, like, trailers for that game have been popping up for, like, what it seems like three or four years now. Like, I've always seen... Oh, dude, it's been, like, six years. (laughs) You know how you watch those fucking compilations on YouTube that are, like, hottest game trailers coming 2021 or some shit? And I feel like (laughs) I saw this one pop up in one of those lists, like, 20 times. But it's kind of cool to actually see the world. Yeah, dude, the world looks fucking really pretty. This game looks like it looks very pretty, really peaceful. It looks like like quirky, you know. There's got like a lot of like weird stuff going on. For a long yeah, time, like... I thought this game was gonna be like an RTS, and then now from looking at that kind of the gameplay and the world trailer, I'm like, okay, it's actually just a single player post apocalyptic RPG. Yeah, it plays a cat. Yeah, and it looks fucking good. I don't know, man. It looks sick. Almost kind of gives me vibes of, like, Nino Cooney. Yeah, it's definitely, um, definitely, I don't know, something like Monster hunter vibes, too, to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like, the cat? Yeah, probably because of cat. Uh, you got little <laughs> cat helpers and shit. <laughs> yeah, Game's finally I, coming I, out I think in this May. looks awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see, like, and I, th- I think it's cool, too, that in this, like, you're not getting any, like, I don't know. You're not getting any story really you're not getting any like oh yeah this is like you're gonna be doing quests or like there's combat like you don't actually know what the fuck the game consists of other than walking around there's a scene where you see that you have like a couple weapons on your back there's another scene where you see that you're riding like a weird hand mount it's like a big hand you're just riding it it's like dude like what's going on in this game i don't fucking know what's going on the last trailer i have no idea that came out i remember it did have like it was him going up like a giant fucking beast or some shit. Like the main cat oh, character. Shit. Just little dude like looking up to this towering figure and like still kicking his ass or something, I think, in the tra- I don't remember. But might be worth watching again. Yeah, I remember one of the trailers. It looked like some like grizzly, almost like rem- reminiscent of like Vietnam movies where there's like a bunch of cats like moving through the jungle and they all look kind of grizzled and they're going into like a war zone. <laughs> But it also calls it a Kung Fu Fable RPG, so that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited. I want this fucking game. I think I will get this game. Kung Fu Fable? Dude, what? This is getting me hyped, actually. I'm, like, watching more trailers on this. This shit looks hype, man. Biomutant. Damn. Damn. Sweet Peas, if you want to play as a cat... In a fucking cat RPG, post-apocalyptic shit looks kind of like sci-fi slash like ninja kung fu fucking. You got like weapons and there's big monsters and 
look like some like quirky characters and like all different kinds of shit. This shit looks awesome. Actually. Yeah, it just looks like a unique game. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is like, this, this shit is looks like... awesome. Dude. dude, I threw this in. I was I like, just, man, I this just... game's finally coming out. I guess we'll cover it. And then Alex is like, God damn it. Fuck you. This shit gets dude, my dick Say, absolutely, dude. I'm May, right there. May twenty fifth, bro. May twenty fifth. That's fucking hype. And it's coming on PS4, so I can fucking play it, dude. Let's go. That's sick. Alright. Well, moving on. Last stop. Last stop for last video stop games. Preview. Last stop for video games. Our last stop is a game called Last Stop. <laughs> well, uh, I'm excited for this game because it looks very reminiscent of I'd Telltale fucking, games, and yeah. I haven't had a. I fucking knew you'd be excited. Telltale yeah, game. I'm pre-ordering this game. Actually, it's coming out in July. Uh, this game, how it handles it is there's uh three different storylines. Each storyline has five chapters. You cannot only burn through one storyline all five chapters. It requires you to stop and go play through the other ones if you want to continue to progress them all because they all interweave and intertwine. Um, mm-hmm. one of them's following like an X Files style agent. One of them's following like, um, some random teens, and then like, so, and I think another one's following like a maybe a janitor or something. I don't know, but I mix. I love intertwining storylines. I love dialogue and choice based decisions with the oh, yeah. repercussions. This game looks looks fun. Apparently, you just you just play a a wife who just cheats on her husband. Yeah, wife that cheats <laughs> on her husband. And there's like some Doctor Who shit with some weird door opening. You're stepping into a fucking trippy portal time machine shit. Who knows what's going yeah, on? I don't even what? know. One of the fucking characters that guy switched, is scared. switched bodies with someone. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's the third one. Yeah. This is looking like a real, uh, you know, story driven. Like I was saying, dialogue choices affecting what's going on. A lot of shit. Yeah, Telltale games are pretty fucking dope. This is a this isn't by Telltale, but it's by they're doing like similar shit, right? Yeah, right. I mean Telltale's in like a weird state right now. Yeah. Since they like they closed and then they kind of reopened, but they're just working on Wolf Wolf Among Us Two. I was just about um, to say I was gonna play that because I have it free, just chilling in my Epic Games, and the only Telltale game I've played is like telltale batman and telltale fucking walking dead <laughs> i'd say telltale uh tales from the borderlands is probably my favorite game they've ever made um wolf among us is really good so is walking dead um i haven't I, i've always wanted to play the guardians of the galaxy one but uh, you can't buy it anymore uh, unless you go find a physical copy well damn. um but yeah last stop looks cool i'll pick it up but boys, 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 boys. I have some shows. Boys. I have three different shows that we've, I think at least two of us have all watched or whatever. Let's fucking get into uh, it. Let's start off with, uh, did you watch, have you, either of you watched the first episode of Shadow and Bone? Yeah, I didn't quite get through the entire episode, but. Okay, I've uh, seen the first two the now. episode I got through. Eight episodes nice. came out for full first season on Friday by Netflix. It's their new fantasy series. Has a decent amount of money pumped into it. It looks nice. I think it's trying to go after the, the Witcher slash Game of Thrones crowd. Uh, what did you think of that right. first episode? Um, I'm digging it. I I like most of the characters. Uh, 
I can't remember the name of these uh these like two dudes, but <laughs> it's like this weird like power structure. It's the guy who like wears it. He has a cane. Yeah. He wears like nice jackets. Mm-hmm. He's all like yeah. his hair is like pushed back. Mm-hmm. That fucking character, I like him. Yeah. I, I he warmed uh, up on me a lot, dude. I feel like yeah, that first dude. episode, it was just like that high fantasy overload of like, oh, that country's name and this country's name and that race's name and that person's name. And it's like all these really like, you know, like made up high fantasy words. And it's a lot to swallow at once. But once you kind of get past all that shit, like Grisha, 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 those, that yeah. means our magic user. And then like Squalor right. means they control wind, Infernize, like fire, whatever. It's like... All that kind of stuff, but overall, like I'm getting, I'm really liking it. Episode two is a little bit of a slower down, slow down a, a tad. Um, yeah, but I'm excited. I'll see where it goes. I'll, I'll probably watch it through the the next six episodes I have left. Yeah, dude, I didn't think that they were gonna go into like because there's like the whole dark place, whatever. I can't remember what the, the fold, the name of the the fold. I didn't think they were gonna go into it in the first episode. Like, I, like, I don't know when they were talking about it and they were like shit, kind of showing it like a little bit here and there. I was like, I was like, all right, that's probably gonna be like maybe an episode two or three thing. They'll get to that, and it's just they fucking just sailing in. <laughs> I'm like, fucking all right. Yeah, dude. So, it was. Uh, it makes sense <laughs> for those who are wondering what Shadow and Bone is about. It's kind of like I mean, currently it's kind of like two different storylines that are going. On one, you have a girl who's, like, a soldier slash cartographer, and they're on this army camp on the edge of the fold, and the fold is, like, this giant tear across their country that's, like, full of monsters, and it's all, like, pitch black in there, and it was created by, like, a shadow summoner. And then the girl and her crew have to go in there to cross, and um, she ends up finding out that she is a sun summoner, and they haven't even heard of a sun summoner before. And it's like everyone's freaking out about it because they're like, oh, she has the potential. Maybe she could close the fold or whatever. So she's like, that's all the drama. Meanwhile, on the other side of things, you have this the guy that Alex likes with the cane and his whole gang of like misfits and criminals because he's from some like dark Blackwater type city. And he's been he's found out about this job for a million dollars to go cross the fold and capture that girl. Um, that's the sun summoner. So it, you kind of have these two different storylines through different protagonists. One is like these criminals. They're like trying to go get this job for a ton of money. And then on the other side, you have this girl who has like her close friends and stuff. And she's trying to figure out what it means to have this new power and like operate within mm-hmm. those. And it's a pretty intriguing premise. Um, the books are really popular. So I'm, com- I'm hoping that uh, the story will also pay out and be well. Well written. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, so far it's looking pretty fucking cool. Um definitely enjoyed everything that I saw in the first episode so far. It's remind me a lot um, of The Witcher kind of like production wise. Yeah, just in like the way that it like the the filters on the camera and the way it's shot and like kind of like the clothing mm. and like effects and stuff. Definitely, definitely, and then and then you just dive right into dealing with monsters, you know. So it's like, yeah, it's like if you if you weren't already getting Witcher vibes, and then it's like then you get into the monsters, and then it's like, all right, this is all combining into like some serious Witcher vibes. It also, I like, I was drawing a little bit of parallels with Attack on Titan, which is kind of funny. But I, when you get into episode two, I'll I'll talk about that with you. All right, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Another show 
that me and Devin are watching is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This just wrapped up its final episode uh, last Friday. I thought I, I really liked episode five, episode six. I honestly think it was the worst episode. I don't know. I feel. I guess I feel a little differently just because I want to preface this by saying when I thought of this show, I wasn't expecting too much at all. Uh, Like, like you said in the beginning, you're expecting just like action. And then it turned into like a buddy cop type fucking action. I don't know. There's just like different elements splayed out through there. So I didn't expect too much and it delivered more than I expected. And that's what I can say in the long run. I'd say my main problems with this final episode was, I mean, like, overall, I would say I, it just felt rushed to me. Like, suddenly, like, you're bam in the action. And then, like, you have a character who comes in who's basically an antagonist of the whole show. And suddenly, he's just working with the heroes, and they're just chill about it. And they're, like, joking and laughing with him. Whereas the last time they saw him, he murdered someone. And, like... It doesn't seem like he's done a lot of self-reflecting. Like, maybe there's, like, a couple scenes where he, like, shows that maybe he's learned something or whatever. But overall, he's become, like, this weird, chaotic, not all the way evil, not all the way good kind of, like, weird guy. Um, And I I don't know. That kind of bothered me because I would have liked, like, some dialogue or scenes to show him developing or something. And then, like, near the end, uh, the, the later half of the episode is what, like, when I started getting upset because like you, this whole story I have about Winter Soldier and him like coming to terms with his like guilt, and then they kind of just rush through the scene of him telling someone that like he murdered their son, and like it, it like literally like jump skips through the scene, and then you don't even see the guy's full reaction. Yeah, you don't leaves. even know if he's okay. Yeah. like. I was like, what is that about, man? Like, that was weird. And then, like, we didn't get any, like, full scenes with, like... That's what um, I will say. When you do say it feels rushed, like, the whole ending scenes, like... I don't know. It literally was just a whole bunch of jumping around. It was like, we have four separate characters to keep track of. We're going to give you their fucking wrap-up of their story in quick-fire, like, rapid succession. And I don't know. Yeah, and then you have, like, Zima, who's, like, obviously wants to kill all the super soldiers, and he, like, sets, like, a, like, I don't know, like, it, and that, that wasn't fully explained, like, there was just, like, it seemed like they had a lot of storylines going, and then they were, like, oh, shit, we're at the end of the episode, like, this is the episode six finale, let's, like, bam, 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 and just get through them all, and, like, that just, like, l- kind of let me down in a way, because, uh, like you said, I came in with really low expectations, and I was really impressed, and then to to have, like, that hype that I had, and, like, respect kind of like oh man really that's how they're gonna like wrap this up i don't know it said it might get a season two and maybe more things will happen and be i don't know it'll be more satisfying answers in season two and then they just confirmed a captain america 4 film is in the works now um so i don't know maybe the storylines will continue and pay off in that movie um but but yeah and then uh the last show anime i wanted to talk about was two year eternity now this i've been seeing the hype train has begun yep. i first saw this show on a list of um top 10 spring animes to look out for it was number two or number one because manga users have been like drumming the fucking hype drum on how like this is one of the best mangas they've read and the animation looks sick a good studio is working on it and uh, now, as the anime, I think the second episode came out, now the anime crowd is finally, like, people are already starting to call this yeah. anime the best anime of the season. 
I'm really liking it so far. What are your and thoughts, Devin? That's, that's one of the things. I didn't want to overhype it, but, like, I felt like also hearing all these this hype from the fucking manga readers, like, kind of helped motivate that. Like, me see it as something cool. But then, I don't know. I took another fucking look at it, and I was like, no, this anime is just fucking good. It's just fucking good. Yeah, it's reminding me of, like, the hype that I heard about Demon Slayer and then Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, but uh, this anime... Um, I'm already liking it more than I liked the first couple episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, um, same. It's just, like, really so. pretty. Um, it's taking its time, and it, it, I don't know, it has a cool concept. I'm really excited. You know how, like, uh, usually animes don't have an intro on that episode one, but then episode two you get the intro, and that's kind of, like, your kind of sneak peek of what's to come? Yeah. That the anime intro for episode two, I was like, oh shit, like it looks like we're getting some sick fucking cool fights. A lot of the characters' designs looked really fucking cool. I'm excited. I guess my main concern is that um, I don't want it to go down the the route of like I became a slime or whatever, where yeah. like it suddenly that's, gets all way over the top. I was gonna say that that's where I could see parallels. It's because like you have this main protagonist that can like essentially shapeshift and is immortal like that time i became a slime but then i don't know i liked uh that time i became a slime or whatever the fuck it's called the full name of it but then it turned into that like typical isekai where it's just like op as fuck no real sense of danger no real sense of like urgency or anything tons of fan service tons of fan service but like this that's what i was saying like i could see like correlations between the slime and him or them and uh, I don't know. It kind of got me a little nervous, but I think they're taking it in a different direction. So far, everything that's happened right now, I didn't see coming, and I like the motive or like momentum they're building up because, like you said, they're taking their time with this shit. And now that you bring up the whole like isekai comparison, I guess I can see parallels between this story and an isekai. But um, as a known isekai hater, this uh. This anime doesn't really, like, hit the things that I don't like about Isekai's because, like, yeah, we have a main character who's learning something about another world they're not from, but it's also, like, this person wasn't in another world, or at least I hope that doesn't get revealed, and they're kind of, like, just trying to learn what it means to be human and, like, what it's like to be on Earth, and I think that's a pretty cool, like, angle like, to I don't take feel like this... heavy topics. I don't feel like this is giving away too much, but essentially the main character is, like, a husk, like, just a husk of a person. And that's about it. Like, no talking, no thought. You can tell that... I, I know down the line that that's going to be something that is going to be, like, a uh, main... I don't know, main part of the storyline is this person learning and shit. But right now, it's literally just a fucking zombie. So, yeah, two-year eternity. You guys should check. <laughs> if anyone wants to... empty husk. If anyone wants to watch an empty husk... Eat some pears. Uh, T Eternity has two episodes out. Um, the day this, <laughs> the day this episode of Sweet Peaceful comes out, episode three will be airing. Um, if you want to hop on an anime early, give it a go. If not, um, if you want to wait till the season's over, I'm sure me and Alex and Devin will be discussing it again. I mean, if it's worth it or not. Also, just want to let you know, it's kind of True. so far. Both episodes have been fucking sad. So, just get ready for that. I'm kind of just like a baby when it comes to fucking shows and movies in general. I'll cry Dude. at parts that are even just like they're not. They don't even have to be sad. It could just be like a powerful moment in a scene, and I'll tears. I, yep. it, I cried at the end of uh, yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier when yeah, like, same. I they walked in a museum. I was like, shit. That bro. part, that part got me. That part fucking got me too. 
so yeah, I hopped from two. I, last night I watched both of these because I wanted to talk about them today, and then yeah, I back to back cried at the end of episodes. I was like, oh my god, good cries. So yeah, to summarize, Falcon Winter Soldier, it has it's is a good show, mediocre ending. So it's still worth a watch. Yeah, I would say it's worth a watch, especially if you're in, invested in MCU. Two Year Eternity, new anime. It's two episodes, maybe three episodes by now if you're listening. Check that out. Shadow and Bone on Netflix, full season. Some good old fantasy if you're into The Witcher or Game of Thrones. Give it a go. Now, let's move on. We have a new show coming out next month, May 14th, season two of Love, Death, and Robots. I'm fucking stoked for this. Love, Death, and Robots season one was fucking fire. I'm so excited for Love, Death, and Robots volume two. I- I'm really happy it's getting a volume two, actually. I I'm, uh, need to I'm watch it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, <clears throat> I thought some of the se- I thought some of the ones of the first volume were like a little bit cheesy, and then some of them were like some of them were pretty damn good. I thought all the animation was cool, so that's like I'm mainly excited for just like fucking seeing all the different animations and stuff like that, and like yeah, I've so been like, seeing the entire season. I've seen like I hopped around episodes because someone was essentially showing me the show, and they're like. They yeah. would skip around and they're like, ah, oh, this episode's all right, but this one right here. So I kind of like hopped around. I couldn't even tell you which ones I've seen of it, but I did like a yeah. lot of it. Just accumulation of like short stories animated and brought to life mm-hmm. in different lights, like just the different yeah, so, art styles mm-hmm. and shit like that. For those who don't know, Love, Death, and Robots is a not safe for work, very adult, or sometimes they, they, they're not that adult, but they're a lot, they're able to do whatever they want. It's a ton of different animation studios that all get to submit these short stories animated in tons of different styles for the show called Love, Death, and Robots. Um, one of these studios is even going on to make that, uh, what's that game that we, Kena, Bridge of Spirits or whatever. Like, the, a lot of these animation mm, studios yeah. make video game cutscenes as well. Like, they're just all this, like, or they make movies or anything like that. So it's kind of like this accumulation of all these, like, really cool sometimes like they said they can be cheesy or they can be like boring sometimes they can be kind of really scary and other times they can just be like mind-boggling but it's really cool to see this like collection of works by all these different studios and they're all kind of weird so there's no cohesion but that's like why Devin can skip around there is no order you need to watch them in um but yeah i'm always excited for like just to see you know storytelling and wild animation yeah definitely that's like uh what was it i know this is stupid this is fucking stupid shrek haha memes and stuff like that but i thought this was really cool they did uh shrek retold and they literally did the entirety of the shrek movie but every scene was animated or like made by a different artist or like shot in like real life or something like that so i don't know similar shit but i don't know it's fucking cool Weird. I don't know why you had to shit on yourself. Shit on myself? I <laughs> fucking don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. This is fucking stupid and dumb. And well, some dumb. people... Dude, I don't want to be one of those... Ha, 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 Shrek. Don't get out of my swamp. Don't get. Don't get. Don't get. Don't get. Like, I like memes. I don't want to be, though. I don't want to be one of those... But now I am. Swamp get people. out of my swamp. <laughs> you are one of those people now, dude. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. What the fuck? You've definitely been one of those get out of my swamp people, like since I've known you. Yeah, yeah like you are like, like, like since... out of the three of us, you're the closest to Shrek. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like this. He's like this grumpy then, swamp. Wait, he's <laughs> got a warm heart. Who did he say play donkey and Shrek? 
Oh, Chris Rock. Chris <laughs> Rock. Will Smith? But it was, no, it was Chris Rock, but Chris Rock did the zebra in Madagascar. So <laughs> I was just mixing up my zebras and donkeys. That's such a Shrek thing to say, dude. <laughs> zebras and donkeys getting mixed up. Mixed up, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, though, let's, let's, let's slide into the movie section here. Um, I kind of want to talk about this, uh, the conjuring, the devil made me do it. Dude. Um, uh, first I need to read this synopsis, but before that, I think the conjuring movies are some of the best horror movies ever made. Conjuring two is really good. I think this movie looks good. And it's based on a real thing. I mean, most of the Conjuring, all the Conjuring movies so far, I believe, except for maybe the spinoff one about the nurse. Yeah, they're based on a real thing. Whatever. They're all based on these real people that went investigating these paranormal things. Yeah, so the Conjuring, the devil made me do it, is based on the trial of Arnie Cheyenne Johnson, a murder trial that took place in 1981 in Connecticut. This was the first murder in U.S. history where the murderer claimed demonic possession as the reason for the murder. Wow. Okay, that Damn. is pretty cool. It's pretty. I mean, that's I mean, as cool as a fucking murder could get. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Damn, that's wild. Uh, the movie definitely looks interesting. Definitely looks. I will say, I've watched. I don't know. I'm not a. Oh, what's up? I was just saying, like, out of all, like, you know how I say most horror movies are cheesy. The Conjuring, I will say. They are the best at not being as cheesy as the other fucking horror movies. Right. Yeah, I was just going to say I, uh, I'm i not, like, a big fan of horror movies, but this one actually looks, like, interesting. This one, it looks good. Um, there's, like, a couple moments where there's somebody who's, like... I don't even know what her, like, position in this, in the story of the movie is, but she seems like she's, like you know, like a good, she's like a good person in the movie. She's not like an evil person in the movie. She's trying to help, but she's like, like somehow it like gets connections to these like paranormal things. And You're like, probably talking about Lorraine Warren. Yeah. And because if you ever watched a conjuring film, Lorraine Warren has like a connection to the other side or paranormal. So like Ed Warren, her husband, oh. he kind of comes in with like the, the tech and stuff. He's kind of like the brawn, but Lorraine Warren's always the one who goes and talks to the ghosts or, like, has connections or, like, feels things and can tell, like, things happened here or whatever. So she's usually the one that ends up getting fucked on by having to, like, directly confront. Like, she has to confront or bring the shit out. Oh, my God. Get fucked on. Dude, I remember, like, there's one movie, I think Conjuring 2, and they walk through their, like, room of haunted shit from all their cases that they've solved. Like any like fucked up shit that's gone on, they take the cursed object and they put it. Yeah, all this in is the a real place room. too. Like you can fucking. I'm pretty sure it's like a museum technically that you can visit. It's so fucking oh, no. sketch. Like I was like, why the fuck do you put so much cursed objects all in one spot? Like it's fucking like. I don't that's even where understand. Annabelle came from. Like they're the people that ended up procuring Annabelle and putting her in that case, the little possessed doll. Yeah, yeah. Like, Annabelle, uh, they go through that room, you see the, the doll Annabelle, and it was so popular that it got a whole fucking spinoff movie about dolls or whatever. It's just like, fuck that shit, dude. I would not want to be around that. That's gnarly. Yeah, I don't want to be around that at all. Um, but the movie, I'll be down. <laughs> HBO Max, June 4th, 2021. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Looks pretty good. <clears throat> also coming, we've got werewolves within 
Okay, I thought this was interesting because have you guys ever played Werewolves Within? Like no. either the game no. or the party game. So I've I went no. I, I moved no. I moved into a house with some roommates that were like really into these types of games. Apparently, when I looked it up, they're called mafia style games. Or okay, I know about games. I know about mafia. And like basically, what happens is you're like in a group full of people. Everyone gets a card. One or two people find out they're either like the mafia or the killer, and then um, everyone has to close their eyes and like put their head on the table or whatever, and the like killer or mafia person or whatever like usually there's some like rules but they'll like touch someone's hand and that means they've been killed and so they can't talk anymore um and then once everyone puts their heads up again it's like a discussion on everyone trying to figure out who the werewolf is and like they have like certain information they have to say but other information obviously they have to try to lie their way out um so it's kind of like reminds me of that among us style but like in person or ttt yeah, where like you're trying to figure out who's the liar and who's the person who's killing. Yeah, I feel everyone like else. in mafia, there's also like a detective and like a doctor, or someone that can like revive someone and be like, "Who killed you?" or some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So like that's the that's the shit. That's kind of, and then and they made a video game based on this. That was in like a VR where you would uh you'd obviously have a VR headset and you could see everyone in the ta- on the table. Um, and so they're saying this is an adaptation of the video game, but I would say that the card game is. It's more true for what the adaptation because that's been around for way longer um but so yeah. yeah based on that obviously it's going to be like clue where we have a bunch of characters probably in a situation in a small area together one or two or more of them are going to be werewolves and the characters are trying to figure out who is killing the other people i see okay okay that made that nice. that made this trailer make way much more sense too yeah, the trailer, yeah. they really came at it with, like, a weird, wacky, kind of, like, 80s almost vibe where everything seems comedic and wild. People are dying and, like, they're making jokes. Yeah. It was really strange. I did not get the gist of the movie at all from watching the trailer. I was, like, yeah, I didn't know what to think. So thank you for the explanation. Um, yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds cooler than what I thought yeah, it was when I was watching the trailer. <laughs> same, dude. <laughs> so yeah i guess you like among uh, us and you like that like you know pretending to lie your way out of things or whatever i guess not pretending just lying your way out like, figure out yeah, who's if you want to be figure out who's the that's culprit. why i can never get behind among us because i'm just too pure-hearted to lie to my friends yeah thank you for saying it right too it always trips me out when Calvin says, says among us dude. like a fucking among us dude like a manga humongous dude among like us humongous among like, us <laughs> are you saying llamas hey what, did, what kind of red bull drink did you get from what was in there raspberry what <laughs> i don't like raspberry jelly oh okay yeah Red Bull and raspberry, raspberry jelly. I'm sipping on it right now. Too. Raspberry puree. P- raspberry puree. 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 Fucking puree. Puree. Oh god. All right. <laughs> Last movie somewhere. on the list. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I'm really fucking excited for this. I'm one. excited for this one. Yeah. This one actually looks fucking sick. I like. I'm down. Okay. What was I'm that down. one? Uh, okay, it was the Iron Fist. Iron Fist. That was the only time I've seen like Marvel do some like kung fu type shit. But it was a white mm-hmm. dude, and I was like, yeah. the, <laughs> I was like, oh. And now this shit. I don't know. This just and a seems whiny a little... rich white dude. Yeah, right, a whiny rich white dude. But this shit, I don't know. It it 
it gets me in a certain it's gonna way. It's going to be the first Asian-American superhero film. Which, I mean, I always beg the question. This shit looks wild, though, man. There's, like, some weird... There's, like, some crazy shit going on. There's one scene where there's a guy just running, and he's got a lion running side by side with him. And then he just <laughs> jumps off of, like... It's just... They're in the middle of, like, a battlefield. And then in front of him, there's, like... All these people with their shields stacked together for whatever reason. Who knows why they are standing like that with their shields together? <laughs> and he just, but they make a ramp for him to run up, and he just runs up the ramp, and then his tiger just like the, or the lion just like is jumping off like also beside him like all this shit. It's like, dude, what's going on? No, it looks badass. <laughs> like this looks fucking wild. It's the twenty fifth film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Nice, dude. September third, twenty twenty one, in theaters, Disney Plus, the same day. Song Chi, excited. Easy. So this week, song of the week, "Musician" by Porter <clears throat> Robinson off his new album "Nurture" came out last Friday. What do you guys think? I thought I, I don't know if you guys had the lyrics or captions on or whatever, but I think that made the song make a lot more sense or whatever. Pretty uh, emotional song. <laughs> I didn't. I was kind of. I was kind of more just distracted by. No, I guess not even distracted, but the animation and shit. I was just watching the video for the most part. I liked it. Yeah. The song is, and the whole album kind of is about how, like, he, after his last album, he kind of got obsessed with, like, perfection um, and trying to, like, really, like, make something that was going to top his last work and how, like, as a musician, that's really unhealthy. And he stopped playing video games. He stopped watching movies, listening to other songs. He was so, like, trying to, like, make sure that his stuff was unique and how that's, like, how it's important to keep watching and keep listening keep playing oh yeah yeah that's where you get inspiration yeah Yeah. exactly uh and he just talked about how like um it's important to like value yourself and like people are always going to tell you to like you know get a real job or whatever but in this song especially is like it doesn't matter like this is what's calling me and this is like what i want to do and since he's like sincerely can you feel what i'm feeling can you like feel what i'm creating are you feeling this feeling that i'm trying to create um and stuff and i thought it was, nice. I, it's just like i fucking love porter robinson his last album worlds is like one of my favorite albums and this album is also like i don't like it as much but it's still like really uplifting really like nice. confront uh comforting is the right word uh what do you guys think mm. i like his anime style and some of his music videos yeah i liked that and i don't know now that you did explain what the meaning of the song was a little bit more i Definitely like that, cause uh, I don't know a lot of artists I talk to, like even not even musical artists, but just like painters or stuff like that. They still use references for a lot of their stuff. Like, it's not just coming out of their head. They still use references to start the shit, the beautiful artwork that they make. Everything is uh, inspired yeah. by something. Yeah, and don't like, wouldn't yeah. you want like? Don't I feel like. When I've created art, it's been, like, to inspire. And I've always heard, like, a lot of other artists go, like, my main goal in life is to inspire others. And so, like, it feels like one of the main, like, goals and, like, things that you can aspire for as an artist is to inspire other artists. So it's, like, why would you ever feel wrong about being inspired by something else? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Totally. 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 Porter Robinson nice all right boys get into the game it's is it game time game is it game time, time for the boys, the boys. game time game i don't time remember for the boys. what we called this game i think devin called it the 10 terrible times 
Um, <laughs> ten terrible times. Too. I have ten games off IMDb. Each of these games has three. Well, they all have just like a list of games that you'd like if you liked this game. I pulled the three top, the top three games recommended for each game off the IMDb pages. You guys are going to choose a number between one and ten. That will randomly assign you a game, and then you need to guess what the top three recommended games are. For each game that you get right, you get a point. So, since Devin won last week, Alex can go first. Pick a number between one and ten. Let's go with seven. Seven is Bloodborne. Bloodborne. <clears throat> um, Dark Souls. One point. It's number three. Um, Dragon's Dogma. Nope. Um, Sekiro? Nope. Bloodborne's top three Damn. recommended games are Bloodborne, The Old Hunters, Dark Souls 3, and Dark Souls. One point for Alex. Oh, damn. I didn't know there was another Bloodborne. Devin, it's your turn. What did he say? What was his number that he picked? Seven. Oh, god damn. I'll pick two. Apex Legends. <laughs> wow. Uh, Warzone? I don't fucking know. Warzone is not on the list. Uh, I don't. I can't even think of games that are like Apex. Really, I don't know. Fucking Overwatch. Nope. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like ability heroes. Valorant. What? Nope. What is going on? <laughs> I really thought that was gonna be an easy, easy one. Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Apex, you already had three guesses. Apex top three yeah. recommended games. There's one Fortnite, two Rocket League, <laughs> three Rainbow Six Siege. Um, Jesus. <laughs> all oh, right, I so, wasn't even. Oh, I was thinking Titanfall, but I guess not. Uh, all right, Alex, it's Goodness. up to you. Two and seven are taken. Uh, I'm gonna go with nine. World of Warcraft. Um. And I would just like to say the first fucking like seven or eight games were World of Warcraft expansions, and I'm not doing expansions, so I had to go to the next three actual games. Okay, that's good. That's a good idea. Uh, League of Legends? No. Um, how about Guild Wars 2? Nope. Um... Black Desert Online? No. <laughs> Where the Warcraft's Where top three recommended games are Warcraft 3, Hearthstone, and Diablo 2. Wow. All right, Devin. Two, seven. It's like a smorgasbord. Two, seven, and nine are taken. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, five. Crash Bandicoot, 1996. Spyro. Uh, what the fuck? A new beginning. I forgot what the fuck the first one's called. Just Spyro the first one. Spyro the first one is not on the list. Fuck, dude. Okay. Um, <laughs> wait. This was you said Crash Bandicoot the original. The original whatever. first game. 
Oh, I forgot every Crash Bandicoot title. <coughs> mm. Crash Bandicoot 2. Nope, not on the list. Uh, Spyro, <laughs> Ripto's Rage. Spyro Ripto Rage is the third game on the list. One point okay, for that. hell yeah. At least one. Uh, nice, top David. three recommended games for people who enjoyed Crash Bandicoot, the 1996 game, is Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Spyro, Year of the Dragon, and Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage. All right, Alex, wow. two, five, seven, and nine are taken. Um, I'll go ten. Ten, Minesweeper, 1981, the game oh that's on God. every PC. Oh, Um, Microsoft Paint. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft Paint's not a game. <laughs> you were just playing uh, okay. it wrong, Kelton. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you were definitely playing it wrong. I'm not counting Paint, uh, bro. I'd be like guessing word. Okay. Um. Fuck, dude. Tetris. I don't no. Know. Oh, uh, Pac-Man. Pac-Man is number three. Oh, what the fucking actual shit? <laughs> One more <laughs> guess. Um, uh, what the fuck else was like uh, pinball? Like the pinball on computers? All right, I'll give you a pass for that one. It's called 3D Pinball for Windows Space Cadet. That's another point. Let's um, go. How is Solitaire not on there then? Top three games for Minesweeper 1981 are 3D Pinball for Windows, Space Cadet, Angry Birds, and Pac-Man. I got two points? Yeah. I feel like that. You have three points total. Sucks, dude. Fucking Solitaire's not even on there. One, three, four, six, and eight are available. Three. Overwatch. Yeah, um, I have no fucking idea on this one. <laughs> I feel like this is a more unique... Uh, fucking League of Legends. It's not on the list. Heroes of the Storm. Not on the list. <laughs> what is fucking happening right now, dude? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, Paladins. No. Overwatch's top three recommended games are Rocket League, Apex Legends... And Rainbow Six Siege. Okay, so I guess Overwatch for Apex it Legends, but it doesn't wrecked. fucking vice versa. Oh my god, this <laughs> game is rigged. Uh, it does, it does vice versa. You didn't guess it. I no, when it was Apex Legends, I guessed Overwatch. Oh yeah, true. Rainbow Six Siege is on both those lists, though. All right, we have yeah. one, four, six, and eight. <sighs> one. Fortnite. And I just wanted Apex to take Legends. a note that Fortnite Chapter 2 was the first one, and I am not going to count that as a different game. Apex that's, Legends is on the list, one point. Um, Rainbow Six Siege. Not on the list, unfortunately. Overwatch? Nope. Unfortunately. Top three recommended games for Fortnite is Rocket League, Among Rocket Us. Rocket League is just everywhere. Among Us and Apex Legends. Among if us. you like this shooting game, how about you drive a car around and hit a soccer ball? No. <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> All right, Devin, you have four and six and eight. Eight. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. 
Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. It's on the list. On point. Call of Duty Black Ops 2. <clears throat> Call, nope. Call of Duty Black Ops 3? Fuck, the top dude, three, top one, three huh? recommended games for people who enjoyed Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 are Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, and Call of Duty Black Ops. God damn it. I just had to skip one. Um, <laughs> all right. Hell yeah. All we have left is four and six. I'll take four. Four. Last of Us Part 2. Ah. Oh. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2? No. Last of Us. It's on the list. Was like the, the original? Mm hmm. One point. Alright, alright. Uh, Last of Us Part 2. Last of Us Part 1. God, I don't know what other games are in this. Like, uh, like uh, literally, Uncharted. Uncharted one. Um, Uncharted four. Uncharted four is on the list. What the Let's fuck? Let's go. All right, oh. top three recommended games for Last of Us Part Two are Last of Us, Left Behind, and Uncharted Four. Alright. Damn. I don't even think if I get all most, three on this This is the most one. points um, anyone's ever gotten on this game. Alright, Devin, your I'm last final hyped. game is Persona 5. I have no fucking idea, oh. dude. I haven't even played a Persona <laughs> game. Uh, it's so turn-based, right? That one. Yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon's on the list. <laughs> oh. It's got anime in it, right? I don't know. Uh, final Fantasy... What the fuck was that one where they're on a broad trip? 15, 17? I don't fucking know. There's too many of those. Maybe try another Persona game. <laughs> I don't know any Persona games. Persona 5? It, okay, it could be called Persona 4, but it's probably called something else. I don't fucking know. Persona I don't know what his guess is and what's not. Like, did you, Are you guessing Final Fantasy 15? Yeah. Final Fantasy 15 is on the list, although it was like number 6. God fucking damn. You have one let more guess. I don't care. I can't even win if I even got all three of them. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Rocket League. No. The top three recommended games for people who enjoyed Persona 5 are Persona 3, Persona 4, and Persona 5 Royale. <laughs> <laughs> of course it would be. Just fucking don't want to take the hint, dude. No, I don't. I said I would lose either way. I don't even care if I... Blessing the blow. I already got fucking. <laughs> it's a, fucking, it's a Alex blowout, the four dude. games or four point sweep. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Feels good. Fuck you, Devin. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Devin. Uh, I love you, check dude. The email. Better luck next year. <laughs> Better luck next next week, champ. Better luck. We next have week. no emails to read about. Um, all right. Hell yeah. That wraps it up then. It does. I got a date with a chicken wow. sandwich and I just can't wait to sink my teeth into that delectable, crispy, juicy, tender meat. I just can't wait to sink my teeth in. Just can't wait.
<laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming, sweet peas. Have a good week. Bye.